0: So let me go now with what I think in the last two years or so by practicing myself, listening to my client, <clears throat> my B2B client, as well as my some B2C client. So as I said, it was important for me to show you this conventional state of Agile that doing it for the last 16, 17 years. So the the 2022 state of Agile report qualify what many business leaders have been feeling for some time. Agility is now a requirement for success for most of those leaders and business owners. However, how and why organizations achieve business agility is changing dramatically. And Scrum is now by far the most dominant framework in Agile. I do it like, framework for, for the podcaster you don't see uh, myself but i do it in iphone because again for me scrum it's a system it's an organizational system by itself that will help you enable and create framework for product development, software development, customer experience, enhancement, everything and everything. And with Scrum, you could have a Scrum with anything else that you'd like to input as ideas and ways to deliver goods or to create goods, okay? So Scrum with OKRs, Scrum with DevOps, Scrum with Kanban. Not Scrum Ban. Scrum with Kanban. It's different. It's more meaningful. And if a Scrum is so much uh, adapted, it's because they follow that kind of make agile recipe. That's also one thing that I go clean up a lot, clean up the mess of big firm that implemented by the book, by uh, the 90% of fake Agile codes that just have a certification, PSM and CSM, and they don't have any experience and they think they know better because they're good con artists. Okay, well, where's the value you deliver? Where is it? And you continue this nail in the coffin of the reality check about the state of Agile that I'm going to tell you. Because at the Agile Lounge, we believe and we know, we just, just don't believe because believe it, that our client deserves the utmost strategic advisory on business agility and guidance to help leaders invite their teams and stakeholders to decide what will be the approach for success and build what's most important first for their client and users. This way, I would like to present you these 10 reality check of the state of agile to assist you and collectively creating the best patterns and adopting agility or anything that will help you deliver your business outcomes. So this is the agile lounge. For business agility vision. This is my next level agile project book. This is my CAS, uh, Coaching and Consulting, Agility as a Service. This is all there with your collaboration, working closely with your needs and desire, the new desire states you'd like to go with business outcome. So 10, let's start the real show now. 10 reality check to understand and decision making with agile four leaders number one your customer don't care if you're agile waterfall or otherwise so just a twinkle about what do we see in the conventional state of agile from digital ai survey they talk about agile waterfall hybrid and all that shit but i know for a fact after 23 years in practice and seven years of the Agile Lounge for Business Agility and the CAS, we have for two years, that your customers, business owner, leaders, team lead, they don't care if you're Agile Waterfall or otherwise, and especially the client of your business customer, they don't care. Have you heard Steve Jobs or Tim Cook now talk about Agile and Scrum at the developer conference. They don't care. What is the outcome? What is the business value that you create? Is is my iPhone working properly? Am I satisfied? I don't care how you do it. Just make it work. Because the customer cares about their experience and that your product, exactly what I just said, like your product and our services Help them focus on the quality and frequency of your interaction with customer and embrace continuous feedback from them. That was number one. Number two, it won't solve all of your problem. Yes. Agile is not like, oh, here's light. Jesus come to save me. He's my savior. No, it won't solve all of your problems. Agile isn't a panacea. It will just expose more problems quicker. The core of agility is that it builds and feedback loops. It's up to your team of um, SME, excuse me, uh, subject matter expert and you as a leader to learn from them and adjust from there your business value and your business vision. That's it. Number three, telling people they have psychological safety isn't enough. Okay, so especially for the OCM out there, and uh, these organization change agent and manager that goes about like, oh, we have to, we need psychological safety and safe space. Then nah, nah, nah. people care will tell us it's not enough. You need to demonstrate that people could fail through action, not just words. You have to celebrate learning from failure. Yes. But intentional, be intentional about creating a real safe environment of diversity and give them the clarity of authorization for them to exercise the decision right. This will enable a real self-organized team and autonomous individual. Okay. Treat them as they are. Which is, we are all in the workforce, autonomous, responsible adult. So having a policy of bullshit, of lip services, of psychological safety, people care, and D.I.E. my ass is not enough. What is your concrete action as a leader, as a team lead, as a manager, middle or not? And how do you empower people to for them to be more engaged. It's not delegation anymore in 2023. We talked about the clarity of authorization. You're clear to go and your scrum team and your product development team. You have the decision rights. It's your responsibility because you are an autonomous, responsible adult because I hire you for your skills, X, Y, Z, to make it happen. All right, so that was number three. Dare to my heart. Number four out of the 10 an agile transformation is never complete. <coughs> yes, for sure. An agile transformation doesn't exist anymore. A transformation suggests you will emerge from your cocoon at the end of your insert X years timeline from the McKenzie report. Huh? <laughs> As a beautiful agile butterfly and thou be the job done. So agile is a fine thing. Reality check, my motherfucker. Agility is more evolutionary than transformation. It's, again, evolution over transformation. You have to understand the empirical management process. And have... Let me see something here. I have an alert. All goes on. Perfect. Tell me in the chat if something is wrong. Um Agility is more, okay, so you have to understand the empirical management process, uh, the EMP, the real EMP, empirical management process, and have a mindset of a continuous evolution of ways of working based on changes within your context, within your context. Let me repeat it again. Ways of working based on the change you face within your context. Avoid theory and academic. Favor pragmatic experimentation like we do here at the Agile Lounge with our practical workshop where you are out with an artifact after a workshop. And don't let any consultant give you a magic one-size-fits-all wand. Harry Potter Agile Coach. There's a lot of Harry Potter Agile Coach out there. Here's my baguette magic. Here's my magic wand. Ooh, you Agile. Ooh, you Agile. Motherfucker number five out of ten twice the work and all the time has done more harm than good I agree with that because I say that <laughs> it's me telling you that because people they didn't understand I have the book behind me for those who watch on YouTube and Rumble you could it you read that book and you think and we saw it with the state of agile survey it's all about matrix. And high-performing teams is not about productivity or the amount of stories that will build and burn down chart and all that bullshit. Now, it's about your customer and user satisfaction. And when you read properly, twice the work and half the time, it's because you're adapting a lean mindset of cutting the crap and all the bullshit and all the useless meetings and all the useless uh, whatever thing that you do with people who don't understand the power of subsension and the power of Scrum. Okay. Because that's for me, that's the thing. I read that book five times. And of course, if you didn't read the book of Schrauber and Beetle 1st Agile Software development with Scrum. Of course you don't understand Shutterland book, twice the working of the time. It's interrelated because you people out there, you didn't understand it had nothing to do with productivity, but everything to do with time to market and building the most valuable product. First, iteratively, incrementally, shippable to show and have feedback from your customer. Be the disruptor of your industry, launch fast, and improve after. Return to our tip number one, and reread Shutterland book. Period. It's a great sales pitch, that I'm sure exec love to buy twice the work and all the time. But it arms those doing the work in the trenches by setting unrealistic expectation and false metric. Not everything has to be a sprint. That's just a path to burn out, burn out your teams, especially if you ask your scrum master to have a burn down chart. Number six out of five out of, out of ten. Learning and innovation requires capacity. Yes. Well, we have professional development, but you don't have time. Ah, oh, we need uh, to solve this problem with the new sets of JavaScript, but you don't have time. You're not focusing. If all of you focus on on is creating new features for your product. Without enabling the time and space for people, time and space, yes, of course, too, for people to learn and innovate by like creating a learning culture in the modern agile principle that I teach, people will find another job very fast that enable them to learn and innovate elsewhere. Trust me, that's happening right here, right now. Number seven out of 10 of this reality check, my daring reality check about the state of agile. My real survey from, from conversation, from experience and the trench. Number seven, it's the system at fault, not the people. Yes. And we'll see it. Why? If things aren't going to plan, like Palpatine will say in Star Wars, everything is going as planned. No, if things aren't going to plan, people aren't delivering enough or quality isn't as it should be. It's the system at fault, not the people. Even with autonomous, adult, and responsible people, if if you push to them a system, if you push to them trainings and all that stuff, because what we see in retrospect, at scale, regularly, at my client and with some of my colleagues at other clients, uh, retrospect at scale regularly, we learn what's getting in the way of your people. And most of the time, it's your fucking mid-manager, mid-level manager, or someone with a big ego, or someone who don't respect the system, who change the systems, who adapt the system without understanding or having an agreement with the rest of the team. So it's what's getting in the way of your people, those procedures, those structure, those rules, and then get out of their way. Just get the fuck out of their way. Remove those impediments. This is the real impediment removal. No obstacle here, only challenge. Let them do the work you hire them for. Then you'll be able to blame that person responsibility. But if you put a lot of things in their way, and you have many people responsible for things, duplicate work, too much procedure, you create that system is at fault because you don't apply the system as you agree. Number eight out of 10 before the weekend of the reality check about the state of agile is three people like resource resources, and they will behave that way. Yeah. Resources are inanimate. They are fungible disposable communities. When this motherfucker iPhone will be at its end of life, when I I will take another one, this is the resources. Are you working with an iPhone or are you working with someone speaking with the iPhone? Uh, So many companies, and I see this profess that their people are the most important asset, asset, again, people asset, but then treat them like machines. We are humans, motherfucker. Humans are more than just an avatar on a screen of your fucking metaverse training remote working software. We are beating heart, sometimes with hypertension because of you getting in my way. So we are a human beings with blood and warm feelings behind those devices. It's a self fulfilling prophecy. If you focus solely on productivity, people will behave like resources, like a chain. Nobody wants to feel like a Jira ticket machine. Let me repeat it again. Nobody wants to feel like a Jira ticket machine and look at your fucking boring burn down chart. They want to hear from the user if what they change in the code. If they change something in the behavioral and the way they could serve your client at the branch, this is what they want to hear: human to human interaction. Is that clear? This is the agile wars to make you understand that you don't understand a thing about what is agile pattern to unleash this greatness of human interaction. Number nine. Out of 10 of my reality check of that state of agile beyond conventionality found by experience. If, if you want change, you have to change yourself because we always project who we are. So you have to be willing to be a role model as a business owner or leader, a role model, and you will model that change. You do it yourself. You want to see yourself. You have to be vulnerable. huh? Patrick Liconi, uh, Getting Naked book, I suggest you it. And make the change first. Admit that you don't have all the answers, but you'll discover them with your team. You'll invite them to solve the problem. And number 10, the last one of my reality check about this real state of Agile, is estimates are not deadlines. An estimate provide is based on the knowledge, context, priorities at that specific time. So we are often working with unknowns, complexity, and dependencies. Build a minimum viable governance. Yes, MVG. That enables you to learn and communicate expectation accordingly and clearly. And don't hold people to arbitrary deadlines. Use agreed sizing from experience and the capacity they have. And a question for you now. Which of the agile four value or 12 guiding principle must resonate with you? And tell me why in the comment below. So that was the 102 Friday Live Agile on YouTube, LinkedIn, and Rumble. And special episode of the Agile Wars for the Day Real Agile podcast. Thank you for downloading, running with me. And again, smash that like button to help me being shown for more people. If you'd like to become our client within that mindset of helping your teams and organization, if you'd like to become our client, head to agile-launch.com and you have all the means to uh, contact me. Have your free, yes, we offer up to 90 minutes free discovery sessions because we don't charge you for any assessment unless you want it. (laughs) You're the client. So let's walk the talk together together and take your free discovery session. So in many places on my website, you have a button to do this. And uh, I hope you like uh, the show. I hope you learn something. I would love to learn something from you in the comment below. And um, we'll see you next week, February already of 2023. So, um, and for my podcaster out there, I love you. Thank you so much for all your message. I think with you for an AMA, Ask Me Anything Soon, and uh, with the Zoom line that I will open, so maybe next week, I don't know, because I have a lineup of subjects suggested by you because at the Agile Launch for Business Agility, we also uh, apply first customer satisfaction, audience satisfaction in that case. So thank you very much. And once again, remember who you really are, people. You are a wonderful human being. You are a powerful human being. You are beautiful and you are free to be whoever you wanted to be and to do whatever you wanted to do and respect one another. Cheers.